This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck podcast. Today, we're talking about something It's a little less structured. We're going to be talking about an end of the year recap for Liz and I for 2022. So we kind of just wanted to go over what we did, what we didn't do, what we want to do better (laughs) next year, all of the things, um, A, for transparency reasons, and B, to kind of keep us honest with ourselves. If we're putting it out there into the universe and out there to you guys, we kind of have to follow through with stuff for next year. So I'm going to start us out. Um, This last year was kind of a difficult year. I'm not going to lie. I sold mostly on eBay, Poshmark, and I did some like local furniture flips. Um, My goal last year, I remember I was in our old house last year. I just watched the Zoom call. I was so pumped up and motivated. I wrote down all my goals. I wrote down my action plan and how I was going to get to those goals. I was like, I'm going to net $100,000 across all of my platforms for 2022. And in total transparency, I did not do that. Um, the reason I hit that, I picked that number was because I had come very close to hitting that number in the past, like the past year. So I thought that that was attainable and reasonable and not super far out of reach for me. I also had planned on adding more Amazon, doing more Amazon FBA and opening a merch account and dabbling in that a little bit too. So I figured that probably wouldn't have taken off like a super hot thing, but it would have added a little bit of income, you know, and pushed me, you know, to my goal. The reality of that is that I didn't send in really any Amazon FBA boxes. Um, I have every intention to, I even source stuff for it. And then I just, it never happened. So the factors that contributed to me not hitting the goals that I had set for myself in this last year, I had COVID at the first part, like right after Christmas and into the new year. Um, and then I was pretty sick for the first like three or four months, ongoing like issues with that, like sinus stuff, which affects my sleep and whatever. But we also moved um, in the summer. I think it was like August when we moved into the new house. We started the podcast last year. We started that like we started meeting like pretty much like right in wasn't it like January, February when we started like talking about doing yeah, that more. I think March was March, when we did. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that required a lot more work than I thought it was going to upfront before we even recorded our first episode. And then because we wanted that to succeed so much, that sort of became my priority. If I had time to work on something, it was podcast stuff over listing most of the time. So now that I've identified those obstacles and the factors that contributed to me not hitting my goals, I can sort of make those adjustments for next year, knowing what stood in my way, what contributed to me not hitting them. Um, The things that went well over this last year, I am super proud of this podcast. I think it's gone really, really well. I'm so happy and proud of how far that we've come. 
I don't really want to go back and listen to that first episode because I know <laughs> that it's going to like make me cringe, but you, we have to start somewhere, you know, and it has to be terrible before it's amazing. And, um, I think starting something from scratch, it was just this little blip in our brains when we've had those first few meetings and what it has turned into today has been so incredibly rewarding. So I'm very, very happy with how that has gone. I'm really happy with the connections that I've made with other resellers over social media because of being in the reselling community in general, and also just because of this podcast. And I was also able to find a couple of really good replenishable items that I've been able to keep in stock all year. And those have pretty much been my bread and butter sellers on eBay and Poshmark all year round. Um, I've been sourcing smarter because I have not been sourcing as much, which I think was a really uh, big turning point for me. I'm not bringing in as much inventory, but I'm making better buying decisions. It's helping me to be able to work through my death pile and making, like I said, smarter buying decisions. Q4 has been really good to me this year as it has been in the past as well. I love the holiday flips. I love the decorations. I love sourcing toys. That always gets my blood pumping and kind of reinvigorates me as well. So that's exciting. And it always gets me pumped up for the next year too. Okay. So let's talk about the obstacles that I'm trying to get in front of now for 2023. Um, I'm still not, oh, this was one of the things that kind of held me back this last year that I forgot to mention before is my lack of organizational skills. <laughs> um, if my mom and dad are happen to be watching this, they're going to be laughing, but, um, I'm still not hundred percent organized from our move. I am actively working on it. We just bought some shelving units from Home Depot, uh, last weekend actually set them up. So I'm able to kind of stack some of the inventory that can't be stored in bins, like, there's bigger toys and stuff like that. I just, they don't fit well in my plastic bin system. So I need shelving units to store those on. So that's definitely helping clear up some space upstairs in my like reselling area. We are getting a new puppy. We're actually picking him up in a couple of days. And I know that that's going to be an obstacle. Puppies take up a lot of time and attention and you want to make sure that they're not like you know, chewing on your furniture while you're busy and distracted doing something else. So as soon as he has his shots, like his last set of shots, he'll be going to daycare a couple times a week to kind of free up some time for myself to do, you know, reselling stuff. And that'll also kind of two birds, one stone sort of thing, give him socialization skills. And the girl that he'll be with is like um, a really great trainer. So excited about that. Obviously our podcast isn't going anywhere and that does take time away from like reselling stuff, but it's something that we both want to do. So now that we're on more of a schedule, we record on the same two days every week, virtually at the same times every week. And so now I know like this is podcast time, other free time can be reselling time. So now that it's more on a schedule, that'll be a lot easier to kind of work around. So how I'm being proactive about these obstacles, I'm hiring while well, in the process of hiring a lister for eBay and Poshmark. So I can focus more on, like I said, the podcast content creation for the podcast and my personal like reselling Instagram and Amazon. Um, you have to keep feeding the beast as far as listing on those platforms go. And I can't do it all on my own. I've realized it's just, it's too much. 
I just don't have the time to do everything that I want. So we mentioned in the last episode that we recorded, actually hiring out your weaknesses or automating things that you excel at, but you can kind of hand off sort of to another person is really going to free up a lot of time for me. So I'm excited about that. Um, Doing freaking grocery pickup. That is going to free up a ton of time. I'm in the grocery store way too much. So I'm going to have to be more organized, especially with the puppy. Um, We grabbed a chest freezer. So we have that now. I'm able to freeze stuff and make meals ahead of time or extra stuff and freeze that. So I can, you know, our fridge and our freezer are actually quite small. So you can't really store a lot of stuff in there. So that's exciting not to have to go to the store all the time. Um, And like I mentioned before, daycare for the puppy once he's old enough and vaccinated. My goals for 2023 are kind of similar to my goals for 2022. I'm not lowering them by any means. I still want to push forward and hit those goals. So I want to be consistent with Amazon. That is a huge thing for me. I don't know what exactly that consistency is going to look like yet. So it's a little nonspecific, but I want to open an Amazon merch account and add 20 designs to it. I don't know. Is that reasonable, Liz? Is 20 designs doable, you think? Get into Amazon merch. You'll start off. You can upload 10 designs at at first. And once those designs start selling, you get tiered up to 25. So I think it is realistic. I mean, you can break it down, try to at first do one design per week. It doesn't take long to make the designs if you have a program. I use Canva, so that would be a reachable goal. Okay, cool. We'll stick to that then. Um, I also want to hit 100K net on all my platforms combined. I feel like if I end up consistent with Amazon, I might be able to surpass that goal, but I feel like that's pretty reasonable if you know, it's just eBay and Poshmark. Hopefully I stick to my guns and am consistent with Amazon though. I want to add 10 more replenishable items. So that is going to require a ton of research and basically research uh, for eBay. So that's where I sell most of my replenishables now. A couple on Poshmark, but not many. Most of them are on eBay. And you sort of have to, like sometimes you stumble upon them just by chance. But if you are actively looking, it does require a bunch of um, like research. And then we, I think I would love to, I don't even know if this is realistic, but I think it would be amazing if we could monetize the podcast YouTube channel. I know that it requires a ton of watch hours and subscribers, but I think at the rate that we've seen the podcast growing in the last couple of months that I think we might be able to do it. We've almost got 200 subscribers already, which is amazing. You'll need a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. Yeah. If you're listening to this, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my turn to share how 2022 went for me. And I just love reselling because my, what I share is going to be completely different than how Ashley does her reselling business. So I've shared before, we sell private label products on Amazon. That's pretty much our biggest business. Our goal this year was to do about a half a million in revenue. And so far, we are at 390000 So we should hit about $450,000 in revenue, which would give us over $100,000 net profit. We have some exciting things happening with our private label business. We have our biggest order landing in the next week or two. 
and that's going to be 10,000 units. We're going to have three new SKUs for our main brand. And then we're also launching a new brand in January. We have a 28-foot storage container that's going to be dropped this week. That's going to allow us to keep more inventory on site because we do have an outbuilding in our backyard that we store all of the pallets of our private label product. We used to always ship it into Amazon and it just allows us to have a lot more control of our inventory. We don't get charged storage fees as much. And then our goal is to really start doing wholesale for our private label products. And that's something that we have a goal for next year to start doing. We also have another private label product that we sell with a friend. It um, is an item for concerts and sporting events, and that is doing very well. We can't keep it in stock, so we'd like to start adding some color variations to it for next year. And really, Amazon is continuing to do very well for us. We're at a point where we're finally growing and seeing a lot more success on there. Now for eBay, we were up 37% so far this year. Our goal was to do about 50,000 in eBay sales, which we will hit. So I think one of the reasons eBay is increasing too, is we're just making smarter buying decisions. We're trying to buy less, but profit more. So really buying the items instead of the dollar items to make $2, We're looking for a higher profit per item. That has really helped with our sales. We also, last year in 2021, we're renovating our homes. So this year we didn't have that. So that was another reason we had more time to devote to eBay. We now have everything pretty organized. We have our spare room back because our friend moved into the casita. So now we have that as our photograph area. We keep some inventory there. And then we have our garage that we keep all of our eBay inventory. Having the house renovated and those spots now dedicated to certain parts of our business has been a lot better. Otherwise, it was just a complete shit show. (laughs) We are starting to cross list. So the last month, I took the time. It was very tedious. Imported all of our eBay listings, which were a little bit over a 1,000, into List Perfectly. And now we're cross-listing to Poshmark and Macari. I feel that is going to really help increase our revenue for 2023 because we're taking advantage of having our items on multiple platforms. We started selling a lot more locally, selling golf clubs, golf bags, bikes, larger items. Having the space has really helped us as well be able to hold on to those larger items. But those large items also, not they take up space, but you're going to make a higher profit on them. And we like selling locally because you don't have the fees. So some of the positives for this year, I think Amazon definitely was a positive. We've done very well. We hit 500,000 views on YouTube for our freeway flippers. We just hit that. We almost have 9,000 subscribers for freeway flippers. And I definitely agree with the podcast success. Like Ashley said, we started talking about this at the beginning of the year. We really started diving into it in March and didn't launch until August. That entire time we were spending time researching, you know, how do you start a podcast? You know, how do you plan your episodes? There's so much to know about that. It's so much different than a YouTube channel. A YouTube Mm -hmm. channel, you don't really need to put much planning. I mean, yes, you do for videos, but with a podcast, you definitely want to have more in-depth episodes and more talking points and bringing guests in and It's all been kind of trial and error. And I agree. I don't know if I want to listen to that first episode because we'll be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe like we 
sounded like that or because <laughs> that's the same with YouTube for freeway flippers. Our first video, I look at it and I laugh, but you have to have a starting place. Even with reselling, everybody starts at zero. So just start. That's the biggest thing. And I've been so happy how successful we've been with this podcast. We've met a lot of different resellers out there that we wouldn't have if we didn't have it. And I really enjoy working with Ashley. It's so much fun to do the podcast with her. And I cannot wait to see where it goes in 2023. So our obstacles in 2023, even though we're more organized, it's still staying organized. So I mentioned in a previous episode, our dining room table is constantly covered with inventory. That's something I know. I acknowledge. I take half the blame, but really trying to stay as organized as we can. And I think that really will help us with growing as well. Being consistent. So we did pretty good this year with consistently listing and just keeping on that schedule and meeting those goals of listing. And then the balancing act of trying not to spend too much time on one task and having more time for us. Because the whole reason Casey and I are full-time resellers is to have the flexibility to be able to take a weekend off if we want to work for ourselves, not have to ask for time off, you know, things like that are best thing I feel about being a reseller are having the flexibility and no one else to tell me what I can and cannot do with my time because my time is valuable. The older I get our goals for 2023, Amazon merch, we really put it off to the side. We didn't put much effort into it. I know Casey really wants to bump that up. We're in tier 2000, so we don't even have all the, the slots filled. So that's one thing we really want to start working on. Digital products are really nice, something like that, where we don't have to hold the inventory. So try to increase our profits on there. And then we don't have to worry about finding more spaces around the house to hold t-shirts and things because Amazon does all the fulfilling for us. We want to do 750000 in sales on Amazon, grow Walmart. Our products are on Walmart, but now they have the fulfillment service just like Amazon FBA. So we need to figure that out, start growing Walmart, get in there right now. Less items, more profit. We want to hit 10,000 subscribers on Freeway Flippers. I know we can do it because we only have about 1,100 more to go, but we need to start doing more videos. So that's another thing. Got to start making those videos. I definitely feel we will be able to monetize the Paycheck to Daycheck YouTube channel. We want to take a month off during the summer. We have a 1989 Airstream B190 camper van that we just took down last weekend to our friend's property. And it's a cute little camper van, a couch that folds into a bed. We've got a bed up top, kitchen, a bathroom, and we would like to bring it somewhere, whether it's down to Mexico for a month, maybe drive around, do a big sourcing trip, but plan on like a month where we're going to turn everything off and go travel and explore. That sounds amazing. (laughs) I think those are really good goals. I think we're pretty honest about what we did and didn't accomplish this last year. And I think that's important, not just like sweeping it under the rug. But like we mentioned in our goal setting episode, it's also important to be realistic about setting new goals and what you have been able to achieve before using that to, you know, set your new goals for the future. Um, and I think we, we did all of that. So I'm pretty proud of us. I think, I think 2023 is going to be a good year for both of us. I think it's going to be our best year yet. 
All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.